Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. A second round of reassignments for senior executives at the Interior Department is likely. Multiple sources tell Federal News Radio another round may be coming as early as September. Interior is finalizing its reorganization plan for the White House next month. Some Interior senior execs say they've been kept in the dark about the details of the agency's plans. The Department of Housing and Urban Development reassigns between 10 and 15 percent of its senior executive workforce as part of its reorganization effort. David Eagles, HUD's chief operating officer, tells Federal News Radio the agency doesn't expect to reassign many others. He says the goal is to empower employees to work across mission areas to serve citizens more effectively. The White House begins to roll out its 2019 priorities ahead of agency budget proposals. The White House's Office of Science and Technology Policy outlines five priority areas for 2019. In OSTP's annual memo to agencies, it details research and development goals such as creating technology with both a military and civilian use. The administration wants agencies to invest in R&D to increase the security and resilience of the nation's critical infrastructure from both physical threats and cyber attacks. Additionally, the memo tells agencies to be sure not to duplicate existing R&D efforts and maximize interagency coordination. I'm Jason Miller. Senator Ron Johnson wants the Office of Personnel Management to explain why members of Congress and their staff continue to receive an employer contribution toward their health insurance coverage under the Affordable Care Act. He sends a letter to acting OPM Director Kathleen McGinnigan asking for documents explaining the 2013 rule. Former Louisiana Senator David Vitter held up the confirmation of former acting OPM Director Beth Cobert for not answering questions about the rule. Johnson's letter asks for a response by August 31st. With the IRS losing a portion of its workforce, it must utilize automated systems like its federal payment levy program better. The FPLP is used to collect delinquent taxes from government contractors, but the Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration finds many agencies can't use it because the IRS didn't update its selection processes. It missed out on collecting around $1.1 million. A potential conflict of interest was just one of many issues found with the Justice Department's administering of the 9-11 Victim Compensation Fund. An audit from DOJ's IG finds one of the attorneys overseeing the fund was able to negotiate about $3.6 million in contracts with her own law firm. The IG also found the VCF was slow to make payouts to victims. How's this for a fraud scheme? Convincing small companies that for a fee, a federal agency would bypass procurement rules. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. A Florida man gets four years in prison and must pay $600,000 in restitution. His telemarketing operation, called Government Contract Registry, got $500 from each of more than 1,200 companies, convincing them they'd be on a no-bid vendor list for FEMA. Michael Parolo faked a FEMA form, then re-entered the data to invoke an official email to the victims. I'm Tom Temin. The Air Force announces its new headquarters organization, which will manage its space missions, will get started Monday. The new A-11 office will be made up of 43 military members and civilian personnel. It will be in charge of advocating for space capabilities in the Air Force budget and making sure they meet military commanders' demands. The Navy says it plans to fire the three officers commanding a destroyer which collided with a container ship off the coast of Japan. Here's Federal News Radio's Tom Temin again with more. 7th Fleet Chief Vice Admiral Joseph O'Coin has relieved of duty the USS Fitzgerald's commander, Bryce Benson, and the ship's executive officer and command master chief. The Navy hasn't yet provided details on what it believes went wrong, other than that the bridge crew lost situational awareness. Another dozen crew members are expected to receive non-judicial punishment. The accident killed seven sailors. I'm Tom Temin. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.